0: Welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. Friends we are so grateful and thankful to God that you are here. You know it's been an honor and a privilege so far this year with the topics that by God's grace we've been discussing but as we promised you we have really great guests joining us again and even new guests joining us as time goes on. Today for those of you who have been following us through our season one We have our dear brother of the show, Dr. Bright AJ, with us today. Friends, you know that he is a friend of the show. Uh, He is a man of God. He has his doctorate in physical therapy and also works as a real estate agent. Right now, he resides with his two beautiful daughters and wife in Texas, I believe it's Dallas. and he has been all about impacting people's lives friends you meet bright you talk with bright and his whole life is about impact because at the end of the day dear friends if you do not make an impact what is the essence of your life so we are so blessed or we were so blessed by the knowledge and the wisdom that bright through the grace of god was able to share with us in the various episodes that he joined us in season one And we are looking forward to what we will be talking about today. The topic for discussion, dear friends, is evaluating opportunities, evaluating opportunities. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Bright.
1: Thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure. And thanks for the good work you're doing. I've been following.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. uh you, you know uh so we will dive right in uh dr bry because i know we have a lot to cover evaluating opportunities you know um uh, they, they i always try to give a background as to how these topics came to mind and this uh happened to be one of the interesting topics that um came my way Uh, Because you hear, especially as a young um, person or someone who just entered the work field not too long ago, you hear many people talk about, I'm looking for the right opportunity. I'm looking for uh, my opportunity to come. And I sat down and I asked myself that what really do we mean when we talk about opportunities? because yes, um, there have been a lot of sayings about opportunities. I believe uh, Leonard Ravenhill um, is the one who said that the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. I personally see opportunities as open doors, but the problem is even prisons have doors. Nobody gets to prison without going through a door, and so as I thought about a recent opportunity that I personally had gotten and passed on, I sat down to evaluate why I passed that opportunity. And so I thought it would be a great conversation for us to have today because Dr. Bright, I don't think a lot of our young people evaluate opportunities when they see them. So let's get right into it and lay the foundation for our discussion today. Dr. Jay, how would you describe or define opportunities for us?
1: Well, thank you again for uh, having me. And this is a wonderful topic because I think it's it's uh, when we're younger, we used to have English the present continuous. This is something that we keep <laughs> facing over and over and over. And so uh, it would be helpful if we can get some sort of grip on it. Um, we'll attempt to try to do justice to it. So in, in opportunities, I think a couple of definitions um, that I may use. The key words in there that says something favorable, a favorable mm-hmm. time-up. Occasion, so when you talk about something being seen as an opportunity, it has to be favorable, and I think that's very, very important in the sense of favorable to who,
2: mm. Mm. right? Mm.
1: Favorable is a keyword that's what I like about it. It's favorable to who, and then another one that I think of sometimes is a uh, situational condition favorable again for the attainment of a goal. Mm. So that's another one that you say, situational condition favorable for attainment of it. So, my two questions then become, who is it favorable to? And then that word comes again, goal. Mm. That mm. means there has to be a purpose. For that thing to be favorable to you, you have to have a goal and a purpose. And I think even as, as believers, scripture even says, all things work together for good for those that love God, God according to his purpose. Mm. So for me, the first mm. thing you always have to figure out is the purpose or the goal. Wow. That's the, That's the first part. So you kind of work backwards. And I you know that then you, you see that chance. Is it favorable to you mm. in pursuit of that goal? Wow. You know, wow. sometimes it might be vertical, sometimes it might be lateral, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the question is, if, is it favorable? Because if it's not, there's no need to waste time on it.
0: Absolutely. But if it
1: is in one way, shape or the other, helping the attainment of that goal, then that's an opportunity. That's worth thinking about before you make those next steps
0: wow wow thank you so much uh, for that loaded uh, answer or definition for us and i believe we will try to unpack this as we go through the conversation today uh, it's interesting dr bright uh, you talk about purpose Um, in opportunities Uh, we for those who have been following us uh, uh, continuously on this show we talked about purpose at length in the last recording for our um, Hour of Healing and I believe one of the things that I had made mention is the fact that purpose doesn't have a source in an object or a person but the maker or the creator of that object. Um, I believe that was uh, the, a sure thing that, that success in life is guaranteed. And um, the reason why I made that bold statement at, at that time was that success depends a lot on purpose. And so if the purpose is not in the person, then from the perspective of the creator or the maker or the manufacturer of that thing, the success of what is created is guaranteed. But for you to get that success, you need to know the purpose. So I think it all comes home uh, to what you are uh, talking to us about today. And so um, based on your definition, I'm going to make another association and I will ask your opinion on this um, because one of my uh, ways of defining purpose, um, success in life is that success is when preparation meets opportunity. Uh, And you are here telling us about opportunity uh, being a favorable condition um, to a goal or a purpose. And so then the question then becomes, how does one know uh, that the favorability of what is being considered is is for them or is for something else?
1: Right. So, if I take it this way, right, Let's put it, everybody wants to be successful.
2: Correct. We
1: all want to be successful. So, if we indeed we take the approach that success is preparation meeting opportunity, then we have one half of the equation right—the opportunity. But there's a second part which I think sometimes a lot of us are lacking: that preparation.
2: Mm.
1: Right. Mm. So, for something to be favorable, uh, for you to be able to take advantage of it, you have to be prepared. Wow. And so a lot of times that is the part that I think we fail is that dog, you know, the work in the background to get you prepared so that when mm. that opportunity, that chance comes, you're ready mm. because it's like the thief. It says it's, if the home owner of the house knew the time the thief was going to come, they will, they will not leave the door open. Right? It's the same thing. Yeah, if okay. you know when the opportunity come, you'll be like, Oh, okay, let me prepare then. No, but that's why it's an opportunity. It's a chance, mm. but you have to be alert. You have to be prepared. That means you have to invest in yourself.
2: Mm. You
1: have to, once you know what the purpose or what your goal is, you know, you may know one or two or three things that you need to get to get you to that point. And so you have to start working on that. You don't wait for the opportunity to come before you decide. That'll be too late. (laughs) And I think for a lot of us, that's why sometimes we don't end up being successful is, you know, everything you do in life to a degree has to tie to that greater goal. Mm. Mm. Right, because this is this is a journey it's not a sprint mm. and so depending on what it is or how big a success you want it to be or how big an impact you're trying to become well it helps you also define the level of preparation you have to put in and Correct. the level of hard work you have to put in and so once mm. you have that then you are ready whenever that opening comes when, mm. that's how you know it becomes favorable to you mm. because mm. you're ready you know, and you know ready. you can take full advantage of it
0: Mm.
2: You're mm.
1: ready to take off.
0: Wow! Wow, dear listeners, you know if an opportunity or something is favorable to you when you have prepared, when you are ready. I think that is very powerful, Dr. Bright. Thank you so much. So then, the question then becomes: Are all opportunities good? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. So I, 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 that I think the two ways, based on what we've talked so far, right? The simple answer would be no, in the sense that. If it's not something that's gonna favor you in the pursuit of your goal or your purpose mm. then n- not so much now there's another way we can also look at it in the sense that you always can learn something from mm. any situation mm. in the sense that sometimes the best way to come back is when you learn from your mistakes so even though the opportunity may not have been quote-unquote good for you the question is what lesson did you gain or derive mm. from it I think that's a key part I think sometimes you learn more also even in the adverse or in the setbacks. Yes. You know, than always just when everything works the way you want to. So I think it's all about the approach and an open-mindedness that in any situation, the question is whether you took full advantage of it or not, is what are the lessons you gathered from it and how does that impact you going forward?
2: Absolutely. I think a lot of
1: times, uh, a lot of us sometimes, that's the challenge is having that reflective attitude, stepping back, and then mm. looking at it you know like the year 2023 i was asking my wife how many people have new year resolutions <laughs> and how many people in december 2023 went back mm. and looked at those resolutions mm. and then we come back 2024 we do the same thing make, and make make new make
0: resolutions. <laughs> and
1: how many even check monthly or quarterly or you know <laughs> i was telling my wife, like you know you need to write these down somewhere and depending on what goals or what they are you come back weekly, monthly, quarterly, mm-hmm. you know, to do that. And so I think all opportunities can be good, provided we take lessons from them.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: at, at the minimum, you try not to waste too much time in the sense that if it's something that you know, clearly is not favorable to you in the pursuit of what it is you're about, then there may not be the need to waste that time on it.
0: Okay, so um, then is it safe to ask, uh, based on what you're saying, that uh, with every opportunity, uh, one has to give room for renegotiation and uh, reevaluating of that opportunity, even whilst you are taking advantage? Does that sound right?
1: Absolutely, because sometimes what you think might happen, what actually happened might be different. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: You know, you, you, there are only so many things you control, and there may be certain. Presumptions you may have made, so even as you take stock of that opportunity, even as you but you still have to be constantly evaluating that: mm-hmm. is this still tied into the goals? Because maybe when you took advantage, you had certain things you had set in front of you that like, these are A, B, C. What I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. You go in there and realize they may not necessarily be what you thought, and, and so it brings me to one thing that I think we would have touched on anyway at some point: is communication. Okay. Because remember, the opportunity you're the one trying to take advantage of it, but on the other mm-hmm. side somebody may be giving you the opportunity, they may have different expectations. Mm. So part of the issue is making sure to a certain degree both of you are yoked on the same level somewhat because what, you, if what you're hoping to get out of and what they're hoping to get out of you doesn't mesh at some point. Mm. Then it gives room for some of that conflict. And Absolutely. that's where some of those evaluations constantly, even while you're in it, happens. You know, mm. Because you have to keep realigning yourself to that in the sense that, You know, it's not so much about the job itself. Let's say you take something at McDonald's because you want to be able to learn how to communicate with people effectively. Mm. Because ultimately, maybe the job you want to do is something that you'll be needing that practice. Absolutely. You know, so sometimes it's not looking at just the bigger picture, but I think you have to be able to go back to the drawing board. Because if you took a job like that and you're stuck in front of a computer where you don't get to interact with anybody, Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that has not been as favorable as we thought. Because maybe Absolutely. you want to be at the window interacting with people so you can get the feedback in terms of your mannerism, verbal, non-verbal communication. you know. But they hired you for that, and then maybe as soon as you go and now you're stuck, well, you're in the back office, just mm-hmm. you are adding data entry. Wow. <laughs> now you have to reevaluate that opportunity because what you set out to achieve and what you're getting the question is okay, is there going to be a chance for you to move from that position maybe to the window which you assumed or not? Because if it's not, then you have to reevaluate. So, yeah, I think there's definitely room to do that even when you get the opportunity, is to go back based on what it is you set out to gain from the experience. Is that mm-hmm. happening or not?
0: Mm. Wow, um, Dr. Bright, thank you so much. Uh, so far, even uh, with the little that we've done, uh, I think you are unlocking a lot of very key things uh, for our listeners today that will bring about healing. Um, because, uh, and I will tie into. What you were saying because i believe that links to um, a question that i have which is how we evaluate opportunities uh, before we take them and even whilst we uh, are taking advantage of those opportunities um but i i want to add a bit to what you were saying because you did mention uh that sometimes opportunities that we have an idea Um, And then it doesn't work out that way. And I believe that um, I personally have this saying in life that the only purpose for making mistakes is to learn from them. Um, I don't think anybody can live a mistake free life. In our day and age, I mean, for all you know, somebody will give you an advice on social media and that will be something else. So I think that um, uh, making mistakes uh, is at an all time peak just because of accessibility of information and resources. Because whenever there is an abundance of uh, information, then the problem becomes what is the wisdom being applied to it, in my opinion. So I think that mistakes are bound to happen. So from what you're sharing with us, I I believe that the issue is not making the mistake, but rather not learning from it. Because if you don't learn from it, then obviously the chances of you making that mistake again whether in the same form or even in a slightly different form, it's just you just Go put on. a new blanket over it and it becomes right. the same mistake again. So I think those are very powerful things that you're sharing with us. Um, but I, yeah. I want us to talk a bit more about evaluating opportunities. I know you started right. with that, but I think right. that will be very helpful for our listeners today.
1: Right. So one of the things I would say it's you know, one of the things earlier on my wife used to criticize me was that I was treating her like a student, you know and my students give me they give me that feedback a lot and that that's because of what you just alluded to where my thinker always was if i made an error if Mm. i made a mistake or if you did we have to be able to sit back down and go over that so that i can learn the lessons i need from that
2: Mm. Mm. so
1: i don't repeat that (laughs) <laughs> i can't just assume that oh you i knew or you knew why that mistake was done and just move on. because then guess what it's bound to happen again
0: uh, yes <laughs>
1: and and to me that was more the frustrating part It's when you didn't dissect what may have gone wrong or what happened mm. because sometimes they're very simple adjustments it doesn't mm. have to be anything huge but the fact that you don't take time to do that and a lot of students for instance they take an exam in school you know the questions that you miss do you go back and try mm. to figure out why did i mm. miss those Versus, oh, I got these right, move on to the next thing. (laughs) Well, guess what, you read those questions again. And so that's kind of my approach. And so tying into evaluating opportunities, I think a lot of times some of the simplest rules we hear about lots of different things, but sometimes I think they're too simple, don't apply them. You have to be able to somehow objectively evaluate the opportunity. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that, I think most of the time before you decide, is that opportunity right for you? You you have to be able to write some things down. Like I said, going back to the goals, you have to write. What are you hoping to achieve from that opportunity? Mm. You know, a lot of times people just, oh, it's in my mind, it's in my mind. That's how we deceive or trick ourselves. You have to be able to hold yourself accountable, and even have someone else hold you accountable. Yes. And the way you do that is you have to be able to write certain things down. It may be one or two or three things that I hope to be able to do with this opportunity, and there have to be a time scale. You know, in school they teach you where you do goals. There has to be time scale. It mm. has to be practical. So I think. One of the fundamental things you do you know, objectively is to you ask yourself, people do this, I think sometimes they do it in couples therapy or whatnot, write all the good the pros and cons
2: mm. from
1: that opportunity to even decide is it worth your time to take mm. that. And when you do, what are the one, two, three, four, five, ten goals or achievements you hope to accomplish by the time you're done with that? And how are you going to check those? And what mm. timeline is on that? Because again, if it's an opportunity, you know, you're not gonna be stuck in the same thing for ten years. Mm-hmm. Well, you, mm-hmm. you know, so that's also very essential. And I always think having somebody to hold you accountable is key.
2: Mm-hmm. A
1: trusted person to be able to help, be, you know, because there's so many distractions. Life happens. yes. But having that person that you trust to be able to help you tie in and keep you on that, you know, helps you to not come back after two months, after six months, after mm-hmm. one year, after five years, and go back and say, okay, did I accomplish what I set out to? And if I didn't, why not? Mm. And if I did, what next? Wow. You know, Because you always have to look at it. From, it's a continuum. It's a journey. And so, yeah, maybe you, you set out to achieve this goal for a certain purpose. You don't achieve it and stay there. Now you you're basically <laughs> wasting that time.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: now you have to have either a new goal, new purpose, maybe a different opportunity might open. So you have to be able to go back to that. And so I think, really, objectively writing stuff down is one of the easiest things to do. Mm-hmm. You know, either writing somewhere and then having somebody hold you accountable, I think, is a key part you know and it, it's no one where it's 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 black white in terms of oh you succeed or you failed no 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 no. Mm. it's more yeah. so to get in the mindset mm. of okay if you need to make adjustments why because mm. sometimes even as individuals we change yes. our goals change yes. things change and so you know when those happen then how do you make the necessary adjustment i think having something written down helps keep you in focused
0: with that wow Wow. Well, thank you so much. Um, as you can see um, during uh, your conversation, I'm making a few points that I can go back to and uh, reiterate them uh, to our listeners because I think you make some very powerful uh, and insightful points here. And the, the very last thing that you said is something that really um, is a big one for me because I think, and especially this is in um, uh, happens in corporate and the, in the Christian um, sect, that we are not flexible um we are so rigid um <laughs> and so when we set out to do something uh, like you said we don't adjust. We don't want no. to adjust it. Uh, sometimes, obviously, because of pride. <laughs> right. Right. But right. Um, right. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But it's something that I do see a lot, especially with people who have had success in certain aspects. Right. And I think um, that uh, because I mentioned that I should say a bit about it, because I think one of the biggest um, challenges um, in evaluating opportunities Uh, is the fact that when you have success in one thing, sometimes it becomes so difficult to try to find the next opportunity um, so that you can continue to make your impact. So I think that flexibility is so, so big. uh, And I see that a lot in um, the corporate world and also in the... uh, uh christian uh sector as well uh but thank you so much for that like i said i will be reiterating this throughout the conversation um but i want to ask you uh, an important uh, an important question i know every thing we're talking about is important right. but um are there factors that impact the success of opportunities Like, are there external factors, internal factors? Um, Are there factors that impact um, the success of opportunities?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, I think, you know, we talk about preparation meets opportunity equals success, right? Mm. So there's a part of that equation that we don't control everything. There's Mm -hmm. a part of that we do. And and a lot of that is um, being humble enough Mm. in the sense that sometimes you know like i might use the example previously things may not always go the way we expect it to
2: Correct. but
1: like you said being able to adapt and adjust mm. and being able to take that feedback my philosophy always is you work on what you control mm. There's mm. certain things you can't control no matter what you do like That's when you wake cool. up today how the weather is going to be you <laughs> don't control that no matter how hard you try mm. you know so even when the opportunity comes, there are certain parameters within that. That's what I meant by sometimes even the the opportunities that we get, what the other person on the other side may be expecting from us may be very different from why we took that. Mm. And so at some point you can have a clash Mm. or at some point you can have something totally different than what you thought you were going to. But I think we are adaptable and flexible enough that sometimes, depending on the opportunity, you know, you, you can't you can make some lateral moves to make some vertical ones,
2: mm.
1: you know, it's not every opportunity that is going to lead to an instant boom. Oh, I hit it. Jack. Yeah. No. yeah. And so sometimes I think also having that patience is key,
0: mm. you
1: know, because they sometimes in the quote unquote mundane things, there are a lot of things we can still learn.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, there, there are a lot of things where some of the core values of respect, of, mm. you know, uh, being dependable, being professional, there's certain basics that, you know, some of us may take it as a given, but there are sometimes others, it's not that a given. Mm. And so sometimes mm. God might take you through different routes to build up on those ends before the actual um, thing you thought you were working on or looking forward to, you know? So I think it's all about, as long as in the end, you can see that progression, that growth, mm. Mm. so to speak, it's vital,
2: wow.
1: you know, because you may be working on other things, but, If you can't weigh, shape, or form, what you don't want it to be is to be in an environment that one either is toxic, Mm -hmm. that can get you even away from the goal. You know, Mm -hmm. you can be in an environment that you might, it can force you to miss what you you set out to do in the first place. And so, those are things, you know, I tell people, certain things, if it gets to you so much that you can't even function, that at the core, you start even losing who you are. because most almost every opportunity to a degree has to tie even into your own core values yes Yes. right so if it's something that goes against those then on yeah those are ones you have to minus yourself from that equation but if not sometimes you have to be patient enough to even learn from the other side because there may be other opportunities you don't even know yet that God may be preparing you for.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) You know, as humans, we can only think so much. We can only plan so much. But especially those of us who are believers, God knows tomorrow. Yes. So sometimes you may go the different route than you thought, but as long as you are adaptable, as long as you're humble enough and flexible enough, you might make sense of it later on. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, this is why I had to take that detour. You know, I tell people, it's like going from, one place to the other. They may give you three or four routes. You may have set out to take one route. Mm-hmm. But in the wisdom of God, he might take you on a different route. In the end, you get there, but you pick up some other skills along the way, which will make you more refined for that other task he has set for you. Wow. You know, And so, yes, yeah, sometimes there are external factors, but like I said, even those, because sometimes it may be even something where God is prepared to tough you up.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: it's not always about getting your way. Yeah. And so you have to be able to go through that phase where not everybody likes you, not mm-hmm. everybody thinks you're their favorite person, but you still have to be able to coexist with that person. Wow. Wow. You know, so you learn through all of those to make you more matured so that when you get to the point where you have a lot of power, a lot of influence, you know how to use that. Wow. You know, so you, there is a way to approach all of this. And I think as long as we have that mindset, I'm always saying uh, my mindset is that of a student, always mm-hmm. learning. Mm. As long as you're open and willing to learn, there's always something to be something to be taught. You know, wow. something to get from it. So that's what I would say to that.
0: Wow! Wow! Thank you so much. And um, it's uh, it's it, uh, it's very powerful the things that you packed into just that one answer. There. <laughs> um, you know, um, as you were talking, one of the things that I couldn't help but um, re- uh, realize or remember is uh, we started the year uh, talking uh, about obtaining help in life, uh, on Hour of Healing. And um, uh, that launched us into a series uh, of conversations. We just recorded our conversation on relationships that I I believe will be airing. And I think everything that you're saying also certainly does uh, play a role in there. Because um, from what you're saying, or from my understanding of what you're saying, one of the things is that Um, The things that you need to do to maintain even certain relationships might be the preparation that you need to do Uh, in order to master or have success at the opportunity that lies at you. And I I, I can't agree with you more, uh, Dr. J, because there are so many people, I keep saying in our time or in our day, because there is so much um, (laughs) healing that needs to take place in our time because respect is not what it used to be. Um, People... Uh, see respect as an infringement on their right. Uh, You talked about patience, humility. Um, Those are all, unfortunately, things that our world today places very little value on. But in my humble opinion, I will suggest to our listeners that these are the very core um, uh, fundamentals or the basics to success at every level. And unfortunately, um, because we have put these things on the back burner, um, right. our definition of success have become more of materialistic rather right. than fulfillment and right. um, a wholeness. And so I, I pray that uh, our recording today will certainly bring healing to someone uh, listening somewhere who have probably put these virtues on the back burner right. as well. Because I, I think you hit the nail on the head that Um, these factors impact the success of of opportunity Uh, whether a divine opportunity or a a man-made or mundane opportunity these are values that um, uh, you mentioned gratitude uh, respect humility patience these are virtues that no matter what the opportunity is, can certainly help bring about success of that opportunity. So I I am so uh, thankful to you for um, shedding light on these things for us. Um Yeah, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for the first part of this conversation. We are talking about evaluating opportunities. Remember as Dr. Brighter J did go over with us opportunities are situations or conditions that are favorable to a goal. Uh, Join us next week as we pick up on talking about missed opportunities. Yes, every one of us have been there. We have missed opportunities before. And so in our next part of the conversation, we will pick up what to do when we have missed an opportunity. How do we go about it? Do we just fold our hands and sit still and wait for the next opportunity? Or what do you do? Friends, you don't want to miss the concluding part of this conversation. We will see you same time next week. God bless you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.